So when it comes to social media, you need to set yourself up for a win. I like to say social media is one of two things. It's number one, either a black hole of distraction or number two, an open door to the next opportunity. (laughs) So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to win with social media. That's today for Tim Talks, episode number four. Welcome to Tim Talks, the podcast helping the independent musician online. If you're looking to build your web presence, expand your reach, grow your email list, and sell more of your music on the internet, then this is the podcast for you. With short and actionable episodes every Monday and Thursday, Tim Talks is all about demystifying social media, digital marketing, and all things online business for indie artists. Let's dive in. Could you use $100 to invest in your musical pursuits? With the launch of the new podcast, I'm doing a drawing for a $100 gift card to Sweetwater Music. Head on over to freemusicgift.com and enter the drawing to win. If you're using the podcast app on your iPhone, just tap the Tim Talks podcast image and the link will pop right up. The drawing closes on Thursday, March the 26th, and I'll be announcing the winner in the 12th episode of Tim Talks, which is going to go live on Monday, March the 30th. So make sure you enter soon. Again, head over to freemusicgift.com today. All right, we're back at it again. This is episode four of Tim Talks. Super stoked to be back. All right, we're going to be talking about social media and how you can really have a peaceful, if I use that word strategically actually, a peaceful um, experience on social media. Set yourself up for success. Set yourself up for a win, in fact. That's the same thing, isn't it? Social media is either a black hole of distraction, as I said in the beginning, or it's your next incredible opportunity. And the way to make sure that it's that is to uh, apply the things I'm going to talk about in this episode. All right, what is social media? It's important to have good terms and to have a vocabulary. You might be thinking of something when I say social media, um, but let's kind of get analytical here for a second, right? Social media is any technological platform in some type of new media format, right, where users are sharing content and having a conversation in an interactive way. So it's two things, conversation and content. Those two things are really the foundation of social media, conversation and content. And there are a lot of social media platforms, right? You got Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, Vine, Yik Yak, Tumblr, SoundCloud, Do you know on SoundCloud, there are 12 hours of audio uploaded every single minute? Seriously. On YouTube, there are like 60 Super Bowls that happen every day. Um, And, you know, (laughs) that can really get crazy, right? When you think about all of the noise and all of the activity on every one of these platforms, and it can really um, paralyze people. But I think what I'm going to share with you is going to really help you. It's going to set you free from from that problem. It's not going to be a black hole of distraction for you. So these these are these are the social media platforms, and each one of them are very different from each other, of course, but um, they each have content and conversation, right? So let's talk about these two things, content, the content side. Content is, obviously, you need good content. You need to be doing something of substance. You need to be adding value to people's lives. You need to be um, sharing other people's contents, which is really currency in social media. If you're sharing other people's content, um, you're you know paying it forward. Uh, you need to be regular and consistent in your content side of things. You can't just throw something out there every now and then, right? 
Um, you can be driving traffic with links in your content back to your website. Um, you can tag others uh, for engagement and the conversational side by initiating that conversation in the content that you share. Um, it can be automated, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. It can be totally automated. This is the side of the social media activity that is coming from you, where you're really adding value to others. That's the content side. The conversational side is this, the more spontaneous side. It's interjecting yourself in a conversation um, with, with value and service, that, a conversation that might already be going on. It's responding to other people's content that they're adding, um, leaving comments, um, tagging people, responding to others when they interact with your own content. So that's the, the, that's the conversational side of things. And I see, um, I see people making the mistake of, of doing two things. Number one, they do just one or the other. Like they're just automating everything and they just content, 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 and they never say hi. They, they're not social. Social, right? Um, they're just doing nothing but content, but not conversation. And I also, see the, I also see the opposite is true, where people are just having conversation and being social. They're not really adding any value. They're not doing anything original. They're not sharing things. They're not driving traffic back to their site. They're not doing that kind of thing. And, and that's, you know, if you have to pick two of those mistakes, I would pick be a conversationalist, at least you're being social. But I don't believe you have to do that. I think you can do both. But this is the second mistake people make. The first mistake they make is they, do, they just do one or the other. The second mistake that they make is they don't split the two up. Most of us, when we get started in social media, we get a little paralyzed when, when, when we sit down and we're like, oh, what do I say? You know, what do I do? Um, the whole, you know, what am I supposed to say now? I've already said something. <laughs> uh, when time sets in, you haven't posted in a while, it's like it gets worse and worse, right? The main problem is not having a plan, not splitting up the two. And what I mean more specifically is taking time to think through your content strategy apart from all the noise and, um, and really, really having the two split up. So you have the content side going on and then you have the conversational piece and you're, and you're able to interject yourself and have conversations without worrying about the content side. I haven't been on Twitter or Facebook and shared content directly, actually, from their native platform. I haven't got on Facebook itself and shared content. I have got, obviously, I get on still, but what I'm, what I'm saying is when I get on, I'm not doing the content side. That, to, that for me, is automated. It's fully automated. And I'm, com- and I'm coming up with new things to post and new content ideas uh, pretty regularly. You see, some folks, they get paralyzed when they show up and they see all this activity of others and they're not sure how to jump in and, and, and do anything. So I want to offer you a simple plan on how you can split the two up with social media. So um, first of all, you need to get creative, but you have to understand the platform. So the big three, I call them the big three. You got Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But then you have, you know, which are quickly climbing the charts, Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, but they're all different from each other. Facebook is purely social, right? You've got photos of family. You've got these long-form personal updates. You've got other links that are shared, you know, th- links to things that people really care about, like some recipe or something. Um, and it's friends, right? You're, you're, you're on there to engage with your friends, with your family, to stay in touch with people. You're not on Facebook looking to buy anything, right? Let's look at YouTube for a second. YouTube is video-centric, obviously. 
Uh, but you have comments happening on videos. That's the conversational piece. You can tag other users with the Google Plus thing. Um, it's, it's new media publishing at its finest, honestly. There are 100 hours of video that are uploaded on YouTube every single minute. Crazy how much content is being uploaded to YouTube. 60 Super Bowls that are happening on YouTube every single day. And um, YouTube is actually perfect for search engine optimization, by the way. We'll get into this in another episode, but Google owns it. Google owns YouTube. And, you know, if you know how to optimize a YouTube video, you can show up more easily in uh, for, for certain keywords on Google's search engine results pages and uh, because you have video. But um, we'll get into that more later. But, but YouTube is the second largest website in the world after Google. And... Um, and it's social media, believe it or not. But it's so different than Facebook, right? It's about videos. People are going there to look uh, for, for specific things, how to do stuff. They are searching for specific keywords. Um, it's funny on one hand, and it's informative on the other, right? And everything in between. Twitter is uh, what Gary Vaynerchuk calls a cocktail party. It can be an awesome mixture of personal, professional. Um, if Facebook and LinkedIn had a baby, <laughs> uh, it would be Twitter. Um, but Twitter is all about listening. It's all about paying attention. And um, if you can um, set up Twitter the right way, you can just be listening to things and, and, and interjecting yourself in conversations um, using twitter.com slash search for, you know, different things. And you can really, you can really crush it at Twitter. LinkedIn, of course, is busy business professionals. Um, and it's growing fast, though. LinkedIn is really growing fast. There's a lot of good opportunities there. Um, Instagram, of course, artists are already using this very well. Um, it's photocentric, and uh, it can talk to Facebook and to Twitter. But you can't put you can't put links in the descriptions, though. So you have to say something like, "Hey, link is in the profile. Check out my link in the profile for this or for that." Um, but every one of these is different from each other. So you need to have a basic understanding of the platform for sure. Um, but, but you need to split up the two content and conversation. And, um, I have also, by the way, a, a link to a, a, a blog post over at buffer on how often should you post? It's kind of a regular question that people ask, how often should I post on social media? So check that out in our show notes today. And, um, and I would say, you know, just right off the top of my head, you can post a whole lot on Twitter, but you want to post less on Facebook. That's just, that's just a really rough answer to that question. But um, they put together a really nice social media frequency guide over at that blog post, and I'll have a link in the show notes for that. But um, back to what we're talking about, the strategy here is splitting up content and splitting up conversation. You want to get the right tools. For content, you want to automate as much as you can. And I suggest Buffer, Hootsuite, or TweetDeck. Buffer is my pick for, for automating um, content and, and for pushing out content that is regularly going out. Hootsuite is great for listening and for putting together different lists on different things and kind of monitoring, uh, but not so much creating content and pushing out the content because it can be pretty noisy. And uh, TweetDeck, you can check it out, but I don't use TweetDeck. I'll just say that. There's another great automation app called Edgar, and um, I'll have a link to, to that platform. It is a little bit more pricey, and I have an opinion on all this. I'm not going to share it right now. But um, yeah, so Edgar is like Buffer, but it allows you to 
uh, set up recurring posts because so many people don't see certain things, especially on Twitter. And so you can put the same stuff in there and, and have it post more frequently. Uh, because with Buffer, you can have your queue run out, right? You can definitely uh, get ahead, but if you don't keep your buffer topped up, as they say, um, it's going to run out. So you got to go back and fill it back up again. But um, those are automation tools. I have links to those in our show notes. But um, come up with different categories. Think through your calendar. Think through what you want to say on what days, things like that. But if you have a plan for your content and then automate it as much as you possibly can, that will free you up from having to be on it all the time. And then what it does is it allows you to get social. So when you go on, when you open up your iPhone or when you go on your desktop to Twitter or to Facebook or whatever, you're seeing what activity is happening to the content that you're putting out regularly or you're listening to different lists that you follow or you're um, just paying attention, right? And and then you interject a more spontaneous tweet or a more spontaneous Facebook status or whatever you might do, and you're being conversational, you're being social. That's so important. Guys, when it comes to these things, you really need to be thinking about the why. I talked about why in the last episode. You know, what are you doing on social media? Why are you doing it? And um, you need to be thinking about the when. And when you split up these two re- two important things, content and conversation, and really kill it on both fronts, then you're going to see... Uh, a much more peaceful experience for yourself personally in social media, and you're going to see results. You will. Now, we'll be getting into more tactical things on social media and and things that you should be doing. We'll be getting into organic versus advertising type social media posts and uh, looking at your business model and things like that. As an artist, um, I think there is a lot that you can do in your advertising, and um, I'm not going to get into that in this episode, but I wanted to give you a a kind of a kind of a quick start for for social media and how to be set free from the black hole of distraction because gosh if you don't have a plan you can just be glued to the thing or you can never do anything at all and you don't want either of those two things so that's how you can win at social media seriously you want to win you want a peaceful experience split up the two content on one side conversation on the other side spontaneous and interjecting yourself into uh, the conversation of others and being social. Let me tell you about an online tool that has completely made my life so much easier. Leadpages.net is your one-stop shop for creating landing pages, opt-in pages, and sales pages that convert. Trust me, guys, you could spend hours designing your own landing pages with a web developer or even longer if you're a DIY guy or gal, but Leadpages literally gives you an easy button. With just a few clicks and customizations, you can have high converting landing pages and squeeze pages in literally under five minutes. It's well worth the investment if you're serious about growing your email list fast. Just head over to theindependentmusician.com slash leadpages and sign up today. Again, that's theindependentmusician.com slash leadpages. Action items. Here we go. All right, guys, I got a few action items for you. It's, a, it's, a, it's quite a bit more um, than the last few episodes. So it's actually four points, four little takeaways for you. It's a little bit of a plan, actually, and I have this in the show notes for today. Head over to theindependentmusician.com slash four, and you can see this little plan. It's kind of a quick start. I just kind of gave you a 
sort of a fire hydrant approach to this. If you're new to social media, everything that I just went over <laughs> was a lot, right? But um, here is a very simple plan for you. Four, four steps. Here we go. Number one, create social media categories. Create some categories. Think about what categories do you want to have. Categories for blog posts. Categories for music releases. Categories for sharing other people's content. Categories for this or that. Okay? Create some social media categories. Take a, Just write down a little list. Really easy. Number two, create a content link spreadsheet. What this means is, is you're um, coming up with tweets or Facebook sto- uh, Facebook stotes, Facebook status posts, whatever they're called, um, things that you could share more than once, and just put those in a spreadsheet and save them. Okay, and think through like the time of the week when you want to do them, and um, and repost them periodically. That's number two. The reason you want to do that is the you want people to come back to. Things that, like, if you're driving traffic to a blog post, for example, you don't want to just share something once. You want to share it a few times. Okay, number three, sign up for Buffer at app.buffer.com. Buffer is great. It's free. Um, There is a paid version. You can graduate into that if you want to. But Buffer is fantastic at um, setting up a queue for yourself so that you can step back and have a more peaceful experience so the content is taking care of itself in a way. You still have to do it. Obviously, you have to come up with your content, but it's going to, um, it's really going to be a lot easier using automation tools. Number four, I want you to think through your, your business model when it comes to social media. What are you trying to do? What's the end game look like? What do you want for, for people to do? Is it um, follow you back? Is it uh, buy more of your music? Is it sign up for your email list? You might have a real specific, tangible thing. You want to figure that out. If you don't have that, that's number four. What is the end game? All right, these four things are going to help you because then um, it's it's sort of a recurring thing, all right? Don't forget to take action, guys. That's the only way to move forward. We could theorize and plan and talk all day, but at some point you have to move. So go take some action. Again, this little plan is in our show notes today at theindependentmusician.com slash four. All right, guys, don't forget to head over to freemusicgift.com. Enter the drawing to win a $100 gift card to sweetwatermusic.com. It's um, my way of launching the podcast here. We're actually going to be doing a new drawing every single month hereafter, um, which might be another $100 gift card. I don't know what it is yet. I'm planning that right now, but um, don't miss out on this. Head over to freemusicgift.com. Not only are you going to be entered into the drawing, but you're also going to receive a free report called Tim's Top 10 Tools for Internet Music Marketing. I want to give you some stuff right away on how you can begin to look through the lens of an internet marketer when it comes to your music marketing. So uh, that's Tim's Top 10 Tools for Internet Music Marketing. That's a free report, and uh, you can get that by signing up at freemusicgift.com. Hey, and you might win a $100 gift card. Pretty awesome. Again, freemusicgift.com. All right, guys, that's a wrap for today. In episode five, we're going to focus in a little more on that first pillar that I talked about in episode two. We're going to get real. We're going to talk about the foundational reality of discovering your unique voice and carving out your own niche as an independent musician, as an indie artist. It's vital to get this, but it's also one of the reasons that people never get started. I want to set you free from overthinking everything. I want to give you permission to just start. So you might be a little bit surprised in my perspective too. So that's next. All right. So Tune in right here on Tim Talks. I'll see you then.